We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Welcome into this special edition of Hangover Time, where we are going to discuss the Brian Flores lawsuit against the NFL and all 32 teams. It's a class action suit. It is a, this is a really big deal. This is, you know, a paradigm shift, maybe. For the NFL, I mean, we're talking Kurt Flood. We're talking, you know, huge ramifications, especially on the first day of Black History Month. I think this is so important. I am Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Alpha 954. Welcome into the special edition of Hangover Time. You know, we like to, to tackle the tough topics. Go ahead and bring me out, Brass. And uh, we'll talk to our esteemed panel here. Um, listen, we brought two black people, two white people to kind of try to even this out. Uh, <laughs> we're going to debate this thoroughly. Um, you know, no drinking tonight, no laughs, no fun. This is serious, serious, racist NFL talk. Um, what you say, Joey? It's important. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna start with you, Joey. What you know, how do you feel about the whole situation? Listen, you know, um, like anybody in the world, if I was offered, you know, money to do my job incorrectly. I would be making a lot more money because uh, I already do that. You know, I'm a team player in terms of not doing my job correctly. So um, other than that, you know, wow, shocker, the Miami Dolphins are terrible. You know, um, <laughs> if it wasn't this, it was uh, that jerk off Deshaun Watson. Um, and, oh. uh, yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Mm. Let's get to the real talk. Pete lose. Heat lose. I am Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Welcome into the Miami Heat Beat postgame show. Hangover time. If you're watching live on Twitch, we love you. Thank you very much. Hit us with the subscriptions. Gift subscriptions. Gift subscriptions to NBA officials. Don't tell them the EADAD. Uh, that will get you suspended from Twitter for a week. But go ahead. Send them a subscription. Uh, you know, they need it. Um, send us bits, whatever that other stuff is. And if you're watching uh, the replay on YouTube, Thank you. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. But always try to catch us live after Heat Games. The chat be lit. Um, we're, Kenny's internet is good tonight, so there won't be as many jokes. But we will find something to laugh at. Joey's here, so we're going to have a good time. 
And before we get to uh, players of the game, bums of the game, whatever the hell you want to call it, let's find out what everybody's drinking. I don't have a drink tonight uh, because I'm not wasting my alcohol on such a shitty uh, game. It wasn't a really shitty effort. I thought they, I thought it was actually, I thought it was a good game. It was a good game between two teams that play really fucking hard, play really good defense. Uh, you know, if you're going to say anything that he gave up a 15, a 15 point lead in, in the third quarter, uh, but that's going to happen against a team that plays as hard as the Raptors. Um, and then a lot of guys just didn't show up, but go ahead, Kenny, what are you drinking tonight? So I made a vodka lemonade, but after finishing this game and the two before that, I'm going to just go ahead straight from the bottle. I don't get hungover, nice. so this is fine. Yeah, there you go. Nice. What little baby-ass bottle you got right there? Yeah, I'm cheap. I look like Tito's. Yeah, stole it. It is Tito's. Nah, you I'm cheap it. and I don't drink that often, so I got this little $8 shit. Tuesday um, on back-to-back. Cut on some slack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. Put that in your but pocket. I don't even... Player of the game, bum of the game, whatever the case is. I don't know what we're doing, but Adam Silver goes straight to hell. At some point, when you're making these schedules, you have to figure out what people are going to be entertained by. And I've seen the same six teams 80,000 times in the past two weeks. (laughs) I'm sick of it. He has to do better. David Stern was bad at a lot of things. Race relations, drinking water, whatever the case is. This, but he entertained the people at least. I don't care about he win, he lost, whatever it is. It's an 82 game season, whatever. I'm just bored. <laughs> so, Adam Silver, fix it. Bum of the game, Adam Silver. Yeah. Tiff, uh, be, yes. uh, be more Samad says in the I'm chat, ignoring that. Mm-mm. We, Mm-mm. <laughs> we can't be bad at the Africans hunting white people tonight. It's Black History Month. Man, them Africans was all over Struce and Hero's ass tonight. Listen. Reparation, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? Man. I'm with you. I got a cup of uh, nice, refreshing uh, water. Mm. I'm tired as fuck. I'm on a back-to-back, too. <laughs> and and uh, bum of the game, that's me for even showing up to this shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Brass, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking. I just made a daiquiri. It's just uh, white rum, uh, demerara syrup, and lime juice. And uh, I don't know. The bum of the game is fucking Apple. My fucking computer. <laughs> I don't think I didn't even get into it uh, last night. But like my computer, my iMac that I got like a year ago, just a little over a year ago, it's like it's fully, like fully stacked out thing. Just like died, and they have no apples. I don't know what happened. And so basically, ever since, that's why I wasn't on a few nights ago um, after the first Raptors game. And then ever since, I've been trying to move shit to my other laptop. And it's just, it's a fucking, it's a mess. And uh, we that's why we started a little late tonight. Because I ran into some, uh, a little bit of an audio situation. So I'm, I'm fucking fed up. I didn't even watch the fucking game. Uh, <laughs> except you. the last couple minutes, which were dog oh, shit. So you. I saw the worst part. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a great mood. Let's go. Uh, yeah, sounds like it. 
Um, Joey, you know about ruining computers. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, physically and virusly. Yeah, those websites uh, you you visit on your mom's computer. Your I'm sorry, your roommate's computer. It's a lot of dark web. It's a lot of dark. Web. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? Um, your bum of the game. All right. Well, uh, this is uh, one part Red Bull, one part vodka. Um, it's a blueberry uh, Red Bull. I was going to ask why it's so dark. And, well, yeah. Um, so uh, I would say my player of the game is Bam out of bio, even though we wasted the Bam game. You know, who knows the next time we're going to see a 30 point, <laughs> over 30 point Bam game. Um, so we wasted that, but, you know, he still got, it looks good. So. Uh, Kenny, I mean, Bam responded to last, ni- last night's uh, stinker. With 35 and 11, uh, he, I mean, he just didn't get very much help. Tyler, I, he, I mean, his, the 18 points looks okay, um, but he was bad for most of the game. Duncan disappeared after the first quarter again. I have my thoughts on any time he picks up, you know, the third foul in the second, fourth foul in the third, him going to the bench and just never seeing the floor again, and then running Max out there into the ground. I don't know if that's very beneficial to anybody. Uh, let at least let alone Max. Like Max is getting hunted yeah. on defense, and he's not hitting. So I don't understand like who gets benched when they get benched. I think Spo tried to bench Tyler, but Caleb was out there looking trash. So he had to bring <laughs> Tyler in, and Tyler scores five points straight. I just, to me, the juggling act is getting fucking old, and I think that's where the general malaise of this group that we have on the screen right now, plus the group we saw on the floor, like at some point. Going into every night, not knowing who's going to play, not knowing what role you're going to play, not knowing who the floor general is, who is going to be handing out assists, who's going to be where, and this and that, what defense you're going to be playing from possession to possession, because you have no fucking clue who's going to be out there. Like, it has to be exhausting at this point. Yeah, it's the opposite end of what we saw earlier as far as the team gelling, no matter who was out. I don't know what just happened there. But, yeah, as far as whoever was out there, everyone gelling. We're seeing the other side of it in the more realistic side. I don't really understand um, the Duncan thing because Max has been pretty, well, he was pretty horrible tonight after a while. Um, if, if, he's in, if, if Duncan's in foul trouble and you're not going to use him anyway, you can at least let him out there for a few minutes and just give him a shot. But he wasn't hitting Max anything. A, Max, yeah. to give him a break. Yeah. If, if for nothing else to give Max a break. Um, Duncan's been pretty, he's... Disappeared the past few games. It's unfavorable matchups. Both these teams switch a lot. Fine. Whatever. But, yeah, you can't really exhaust Max. Max, he's played those minutes throughout the year, but he's not meant to. Not yet, at least. He still has some stuff to do, some conditioning, whatever the case is. I'm just sick of these teams. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Tiff, it's, I, I just feel like it, 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 I feel like they petered out like Kenny did at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, this, this fourth quarter execution is continuing to be a problem. Uh, but fourth quarter execution with a, with a bunch of different guys, when you don't know who it is who's going to be from night to night. Like I'm not, we 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 celebrated them for overcoming this shit all season, right? But at some point, it's going to it's catch done. up to them. It's, it's oh, over, I was right? I was I was going to say to you, this shit turned into Cinderella real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we was all hype. Everybody had their dresses. Bitches was going to the ball. We was like this. The shoe fit. The shoe fit. The shoe. The shoe fit. Kenny had good internet. We was living. <laughs> we was living. But what did we learn real quick? 
when that fucking clock strikes midnight <laughs> and you hear that ding, bitches go back to being hoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glass yeah. slippers go back to being pumpkins. Mm. And guess I don't what? Think that's how the story went, but okay. Yeah. I, no, I'm, no. I'm just making it up as I go. <laughs> but the but but the moral of the story is bench players always go back to being bench players. They done carried us as far as they can carry us. They done literally carried us to the all-star break, pretty much. Yeah. It's time. They're tired. They're not, their bodies have never seen this many minutes in their lives. They don't even, their bodies are waking up like this. <laughs> <laughs> praying, praying somebody have a good game so they don't have to play 30 minutes. Like this is, it, it, they all hit the wall at the same time. I don't know if y'all noticed it, but they're all hitting it at the same time, yes. which is not good. Well, you and, saw Caleb, Caleb in the fourth. My God, man! Like, bro, nobody asked you for step backs. No, <laughs> no, no. You know what I'm saying? In the second quarter, you know, maybe, but in the fourth quarter, the close game, Caleb, nobody wants you doing step backs. Like it was just <laughs> at brass. It's like Tiff says. Like people are turning back into pumpkins, and I'm not. I don't think Tiff or myself or anybody disparaging these guys. No, they, no, 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 no. they've been they great. Gave, okay, they you. gave it's you the, the one seed, right? Yep. And even for them now, with Bam back, PJ back, Jimmy back, but they're in and out, back in and out. These guys, they played well when they were when they knew they were getting minutes. Now, how do they know what's going to happen from night to night? Like it's starting. Like I said, it's starting to catch up to them. Yeah, I mean, I, at least Bam had a good game tonight, though. I mean, and and that's that's been big takeaway. Yeah, that that that's a big takeaway. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. It's a it's in a loss, yeah. But um, I mean, it's still he's been really missing that something, uh, and it seemed like he got that back a little bit tonight. So I mean, that's good going forward. I see a lot of people in the comments asking about uh, Kyle. Um, I mean, the only thing I could say to that is just like, listen, if if they yeah, you just got to be patient. Uh, personal reasons, you know, family or whatever. I mean, right. just you got to take not that our business. You have to take that at face value. Not our business. It, don't don't assume that there's some nefarious weird shit right. going on. Um, you just need some time. And at the at the very least, um, you know, we're still gonna we're still gonna find some some wins. We still got a lot of home games coming up. Um, and uh, so I we'll we'll be able to still kind of keep our heads above water. But um, until Kyle comes back, when Kyle comes back, I feel better about things. Um, Bam certainly played better when Kyle was on the floor. And um, so, you know, this is just another one of those games. I, you know, I don't have too, too many takeaways. It's just like it's another annoying one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this you can't rely on these players, man. You can't rely. They, they got us this far. And uh, and again, if that's it, if that's all they got, fucking exactly. thank you. Thank exactly. you for your thank you for your service. For the yurks of the world, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I do want to add to that, by the way. I do want to point something out. A big reason why they are kind of petering out is they're on a scouting report now. It's been about half a season. And you're noticing the beginning of the year, everybody was saying, hey, Max is a great defender. I'm like, wait. Teams don't know to hunt him yet. <laughs> Kenny, right. you lying. Ain't nobody say Max was a great defender. Oh, you oh, ain't no. seen no. the oh. You ain't seen the title. Uh, we didn't say First, it. I'm the oh, number yeah, one Struce. I'm the number one Struce <laughs> fan. I'm telling you. No, no, Tiff, Tiff, you got to. <laughs> hey. hey. No, but Tiff, hey. Tiff you got to remember, I'm, I'm the quote-unquote Duncan guy. 
People was at me all day. Max is this <laughs> Hall of Fame defender. You got to play him over. Hey. And that's not a knock to Max, but these guys are on the scouting report now, so now teams know what to do with them. Yeah, so, I mean, Max is better than none. Oh, Absolutely. Somebody just asked. Somebody just asked. Max is a better defender than none. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I will say Max is a good one-on-one defender. Yeah, yeah. Um, one-on-one for just, sure. Okay, not good. Uh, I mean, I would say good. He's decent. He's I, decent. He's good. Like, he can keep himself in front of somebody. It's just a team defense. If you start passing the ball too quick, and also the guy. thing is he's got he's got girth but he don't yeah. have height so right. when you're playing this type of team any team that's got four people that's at least six seven <laughs> there's nothing for him to do yeah. he that's it there's nothing Joey, else he can do Joey, what do you think about his girth i mean really he really does <laughs> you know turn into a pumpkin um <laughs> But, you know, I think I think, you know, everyone's right. I think we just have to appreciate what this group of misfits have done for us like these last 10 games. And that's it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it was cute. We had the you know, we had the twin game. We had the oh, max shot 10. But it's just like it is what it is now. And I feel like, you know, we still aren't at 100 percent. We still don't have Kyle. You know, it's personal. I'm minding my own business. Um, but I, uh, I will say that, you know, this team still has things that has to work out, you know, and why not just play, uh, Turkey for like the next couple of games, just put them on cruise control. <laughs> Give them like 20 minutes. You, seriously. Like that's some of these dudes rest. He's I got want to COVID. See that's the problem. Yeah. The girth in the interior. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. speaking, speaking of girth. Like I said, I don't have all the sounds ready. Like I'm, I'm, I'm off my yeah. game. You know, even, even with everything going on, I mean, that's a stupid Struce fucking technical. A missed yeah. three, a missed free throw from Bam. Like they had chances to win. They like, had I'm the not, opportunity. Yeah, and honestly, like like yeah. like Brad said, for Bam to come out after last night and give you thirty five and eleven, man. Like I just, you know, you just want to say, okay, hope this carries over into yeah. San Antonio, because I, I was, I, I don't know who San Antonio's got on their team. They got uh, the the Jante, whatever his name, Murray, and I don't know anybody else on their team. Tall white guy. They have a yes. They, they have a tall. <laughs> There's a tall white guy at center, I believe. I want to yeah. say Micah Potter, but I think that's wrong. Is that next game, uh, the Jacob game Pertle. that got postponed? Yes, that's Jacob our watch Pertle. party game. Jakob Pertle. Oh, Jakob? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why put that game in the middle of this? Because they were supposed to have, what, four, day, four nights off. Yeah. Yeah. And then here we go. There's a game in San... They got to go from California. Uh, California. Canada, San Antonio, uh, which is a short flight, I believe. It's right around the corner. I wouldn't know. I'm American. <laughs> we don't know anything. It's it's about as far south in the U.S. as you can go, Kenny, from Canada. It's like a straight, <laughs> like a, it's a very long way. Um, hey, I want to shout out. Some subs. I, I want to shout out some subs that we got last <laughs> time uh, that happened at the end of the show, and and we didn't get a chance to call them out. Only glasses gave out ten community gift subs. So I don't know if you're here tonight. I want to thank you for that. That was only awesome. Uh, and I'm sorry we didn't get to that. That was like right at the tail end. So appreciate yeah. you only glasses. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, <clears throat> see, uh, this is February. Um, it's Black History Month. And we here at Miami Hebe, we we try to say that Hangover Time is a blackest show produced by Brass Jazz on <laughs> YouTube. Um, so we wanna, you know, we we're going all month long. We are going to highlight some great moments in Black history as only Hangover Time can. 
I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. Why is February so important to black history? The 13th Amendment, which formally abolished slavery, was officially approved on February 1st, 1865. In this photo, almost 100 years later, President Harry Truman proclaims February 1st as National Freedom Day. He is flanked by leaders of the NAACP and the reigning MVP of the Negro League. This was another edition of Looking Black in Time. <laughs> is this series connected to uh, Black to the Future? Is this the same series? <laughs> same network. Same network. Same naming right thing. I did. Of course. Somebody that somebody that picture looked familiar. <laughs> it was like it was like The Shining. It was like he was there the whole time. Press, <laughs> play that again, please. One more time. I have a dream. That one day, this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. Why is February so important to black history? The 13th Amendment, which formally abolished slavery, was officially approved on February 1st, 1865. In this photo, almost 100 years later, President Harry Truman proclaims February 1st as National Freedom Day. He is flanked by leaders of the NAACP and the reigning MVP of the Negro League. <laughs> this was another edition of Looking Black in Time. <laughs> what? Uh, stay tuned for more of those this month. Oh, we got left. We got ten more of those. Um, <laughs> even he looked confused why he was there. <laughs> Misa? Me? Misa? What are you over there, Scott? Oh, oh we need the all-star break back. I'm just saying. Oh, man. No, the funny part is the, the whole... Uh, uh, Mr. Read this. Mr. Ed says... I am so scared for what this segment will become in a few weeks. Oh, look, you don't know. We don't even know what it's going to become, so no. good luck to us. <laughs> We've been trying to figure that shit out all day. Um, oh, that fucked up. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. 
Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Anyway. Uh, Joey, you look like you don't get it. Oh, I, oh, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Joey, Joey off beat. Um, uh, all right, y'all. So, I, I, you know what? Before I do want to get to uh, Joey's segment real quick. But before I go, or before we go to that, um, I want to hear from one to ten. Like, how concerned are you right now? That Because Nakaius was actually was pointing this out in the chat. I'm not chat on the timeline that he doesn't see exactly how they make it out of the second round. Your level of concern of about the heat making it to, you know, let's say the conference finals, Kenny. Um, I'll say like five. It'll depend on matchups at the end of the day. They just got to take care of that seating and avoid Toronto, obviously. But yeah, it'll depend on matchups. Just like all playoffs and depend on matchups. They got to the twenty twenty five with a real favorable bracket. And so not to take away from that team. I don't want people to misconstrue that, but it is important what bracket you get and who you run into. And so I'll say like five. Yeah, I'm also a little well, less concerned about Toronto. If we do happen to match up with Toronto, if Kyle's there. Oh yeah. Kyle's gonna make a big, big difference. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming full health. Yeah. Right. If, yeah. If, yeah. At full okay. health. At full health, even with their half court problems when when Kyle was playing, what is your level of concern? Like, do you think it's Eastern Conference Finals are still in the picture? Because some people are like bailing on this team after a three game losing streak. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. <clears throat> assuming no, no. assuming full health. If we're assuming everybody's fully healthy on this team, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I don't have no concerns because Vic about to eat up some of these minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So call it how you want it. And I keep saying your favorite's favorite going to be sitting on the bench if Vic is fully healthy. This these yeah, He's these looking frust- fully healthy. Well, these frustrating Caleb and uh, Gabe and Duncan. Uh, Duncan. Tell it like Mac. it is because. Oh, yeah. No, nah, it's the truth. Well, Duncan, ain't, it's the Duncan truth. ain't closing. Duncan has no chance of closing. He ain't oh, closing. Yeah, no. I mean. He's not closing already. He ain't closing right. now. If Depot comes, and if, if Depot, Depot comes back fully, listen, I'm telling you, I heard he's he's he ain't can't get right. 
So <laughs> somebody gonna have to come up off some minutes well, because they attach that tendon to his knee. You know that shit. That shit helps. Right. Listen. We got him last year. I mean, he wasn't ready. He, 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 he wasn't, wasn't even ready last year. And you yeah. look at those four games that those- we had him last year. It was a transformative. Trade. It was exciting. It like. Was- it- yeah, it was very exciting. So you take this team that we were high on just a few games ago, and if if you get Kyle back, you finally get all of our starters back, and then you you add Depot to that mix. I'm sorry, I don't think at full health there is anything to be concerned about. I really don't. So just if you feel that way, fine, but fucking keep it yourself. Just chill, chill. We'll be fine if we're healthy. Actually, I, I want to lower my number because I, I always forget about all the deeper. I'm at like a three now. He's, he's, he's going to, yeah. He is your, you know, we keep saying either they make a trade or they don't, but he's your right. real in-season he's move. He's your mid-season yeah. pickup. Yeah. He's, you know? he's that dude. So, and, and, what is, and what is he? He can give you what? Just if he healthy. On an average night, Vic is giving you 20. And half of that is him just is busting ass going to the rim. So, yep. That's an element that they are missing. They are missing badly. rim pressure badly. And especially on a night like tonight where Gabe just can't stop fouling. All right, well, Gabe, time you to get the fuck out of the game. We got another defender. So the problem is, is Gabe even going to see the game, right? He but, might not. He might it's not. It's a few I, people. I, I'm telling yeah, you, if he he's not. healthy, how can you keep oh, yeah, him healthy, off the court? Healthy and looks good. You that can't keep him off the court. Change. Yeah, he's not going to be. The off. whole rotation is going to be mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Joe, you saw that scene in uh, Dark Knight uh, where uh, <laughs> uh, Joker breaks the pool stick and tells those four guys to fight. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be Gabe, Caleb. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is the perfect, that is the perfect comparison. Fight for your spot, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we're not even, you know, we're not even at the All-Star break yet, you know, and we're, we're just, is this it for the team? Um I think fully, full, like fully healthy, you know what I mean? This team, and you know, like Kenny said, with the right bracket, I mean, I see us coming out of the East. I'm not scared. <laughs> Wait, I want to comment on this. What is this? Rito kid, Rito the kid, Rito. Because Rito. this is also that what is people a- don't want to talk about. Well, it was one of the things when we were having those arguments about who should Duncan yeah. start or should Hero start. Neither. Uh, if, I think Depot's, I think it's eventually if, yeah. if Duncan gets supplanted in the starting lineup, it's going to be by Depot. And honestly, I don't hate. Everyone hates the Tyler Duncan minutes. Uh, there's some stats that show them in a two man lineup is not the defensive liability a lot of people think it is, especially because right. they're not going to be playing in crunch time. Right. They're going to be beating right. up bad second units. Like I, I just never, I never wanted Duncan out of the start. I never wanted Hero to start over Duncan. Because I hated the way that bench unit was going to look. But with, if Depot's in the starting lineup, or even you could put Hero in the starting lineup for Duncan if Depot looks good. Because yeah. Depot gives you that punch off the bench. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. always wanted one of those guys that's going to put some pressure on the rim on the bench. Because without it, like, that is a lot of, you know, Gabe and a lot of guys who are just trying to figure shit out from possession to possession. And look, I'm going to be honest. I'm... I'm the quote unquote Duncan guy. They might have to look at some different stuff. Get get all the depot available. Hey, I love Duncan. I love the shooting. He's done some historic stuff in the Heat uniform. But PJ's 87 years old. Cal's 86. They gotta win now. Ain't no yeah. This is it's a yeah. Ain't no time for being sentimental or are we paid him? We gotta take care of the business. 
hey, listen, you you know who I am. I'm supporting Duncan this whole time. They got to win. And so if yeah. Oladipo looks better in those minutes, looks better as a starter, yeah. it's going to be what it is. And I'm not going to have no complaints because I'm a Heat fan and I'm not into narratives. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, don't don't Sorry, be out here, like you know praising the organization left, right, and sideways, and that you question. You you question Spo of what lineups he throws out there. No, you yeah. If you buy into this, yeah. you buy into the whole fucking thing. You can't be talking about how yeah. great how great a job Spo is doing, and then worry that like he benches your guy. Your guy. Like, That's, fuck yeah. your guy. Whoever that is, I don't care. Yeah, it they does, don't care it about your guy. They're gonna roll Chris with, Silva out there again. I got a problem. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah no, yeah. listen, we, yeah. we can't. Oh yeah, we, we don't need Chris Silva minutes. But look, <laughs> question. I, Anytime if, Chris, if Chris Silva were the Dolphins coach, he would have collected that check and fucking sat home. That's for damn sure. If, if I, I, I would have set black people back all the way to the back of the bus because a bitch would have been, what you want? How you want me to lose? You want me to lose big? You want me to lose small? Hey, look, I mean, with offensive linemen. Yes. COVID is literally keeping um, uh, Silva like. He's yes. giving him a job. COVID is giving Silva a job right now. You COVID has finally employed See, one person. Yeah. His four 10-day contracts are is more than uh, two-way players make. So he made a half a million bucks. <laughs> he made four, it's incredible. Because of the Listen, pandemic, it's awful. If, if I could be terrible at basketball, make half a million dollars and buy, that shit. buy his mama house. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, Brad. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) Brad, we could buy houses now. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. He he loves his mother. He loves his mother. He does love his mother. I know he do. And ever since they brought his mother back to that arena, he... Let me stop. (laughs) Wait, Um, that Jay Jock comment is important. I don't know who... Where is it? Where is it? Um, People people be like, whatever. People would be like, if Oladipo comes back, yeah. That right there, look, again, I love Duncan. Nobody on his Heat roster was on the roster when I became a Heat fan. So whatever whatever they got to do to win, I don't care Except if it's a trade. Did. I don't care. We trying to win. Yeah. That's it. He's, he's, he's been on the team before they existed. But aside from UD, whatever they got to do to win, that's all I really care about at the end of the day. So, again, I don't give a shit about any narratives. I don't – I do a little bit or whatever because I defend certain guys and I had to defend Duncan a lot. So I leaned into it. But if he got to sit his ass down for the heat to win, by all means. I don't give a fuck who got to sit down. <laughs> exactly. Just um, just get the wins. You know, if, if they need to run a more dynamic offense and you know what? And 
this one's a little bit weird, but is Bam's aggression directly tied to the fact that he don't have to look for Duncan? Because he wasn't looking for Struess either. He wasn't looking for none of them. Uh, that's a great point. Alf, that's a great Alf, point. think about it for a second. What did we say last year? Yeah. I felt he was spending too much time doing this and, shit. Uh, yeah. Bam can score. Bam can score everywhere on the floor. And he can run the floor. He can rim run. But he can do all those things. I'm sorry. I don't want to see Bam doing 10 DHOs. And if that's how you, but that was my whole thing with Duncan and any other guard that needs that in the first place. You're taking away from Bam's game. And if uh, Bam is supposed to be. Jesus Christ, Roddy. What is wrong with this man? <laughs> but it's true. If you're if you're grooming Bam to be your next, yeah. let yeah. that man flourish. Yeah. Like, it's okay for him to get a couple assists here and there. But I'm sorry. Don't spend the whole night fucking looking for guards. And th- this is what I was talking about on WAP with um with Frankie and Kenny. Here's my question. Is it like an RPO in football? Where the where the quarterback has the choice, run up, run pass options, and if if it like how bad do people get at Tua or the coaching staff because Tua's not getting aggressive and throwing the ball downfield? When if it's a run pass option, is that is that Tua constantly checking out of the pass? Right? Is right. this Duncan constantly checking out of his own? I mean, Bam checking out of his own offense to get Duncan going because at some point, right? As much as I love Bam. If he never improves a second, I think he's a max player, right? I think what he is, fully formed as he is right now, is a max player because he's what he does defensively is just you cannot replace that. But if you want to be that guy and you want to be the guy we all know you can be, we got to stop blaming the coaches. We got to stop blaming Duncan. We got to not blame Max or blame Jimmy, like, the whole Jimmy's occupying his space. Right. Go get your space, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that if, if he doesn't have that mentality, he doesn't have it. But one thing I don't want to do anymore, like I brought up the Duncan thing because it's more of an indictment on Bam to me than it is Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan ain't taking the ball out of his fucking hands. Duncan's running the play. Now you have to make a decision. What like he had a he had a like Nakaya's pointed out, he had a push shot in the lane. The same shot Demid made like three plays later. Mm-hmm. He had it. Instead, he takes it and he dumps it to Jimmy, who is trapped on the on the on the baseline with nowhere to go. Like at some point, that ain't Jimmy's fault for occupying his space. Nigga, yeah. you had a shot. Take the shot. Like so, and so that's where I'm at. I don't ever get disappointed in Bam's offense because I don't yeah. expect shit. You know, you can't be disappointed if you have no expectation. But but. My, I'm not. I'm also not blaming nobody else for his offensive struggles. That's on him. Nobody knocked the ball out of his hand or dribbled it off his own fucking foot. Jimmy right. ain't do that. Bam didn't. Spo didn't do that. Malik Allen ain't do that shit. UD. I don't know. Pat Riley. I don't know who the fuck you want to blame. Bam needs to take. There needs to be some accountability for Bam's struggles. And I'm okay with saying from time to time, this shit is on Bam. It's not on anybody else. And I, I do yeah. want to say too, because I do have two different things. But so he's not a very skilled scorer at this point. He is athletic, but at this point, he is in his fifth year. That is on him. And I do want to clarify: this is not the Bash Bam show. We don't do that here. This is definitely not the trade anybody show. That's dumb. 
But <laughs> at some point, he is in his fifth year. And so while I was telling people what he's not great at and what he shouldn't be doing, that's kind of on him. His touch around the basket, you've been in the NBA for five years. You can work on that. I know. He's not, he's not great at breaking people down off the dribble, really. But you know you have ball handling responsibilities. At some point, you get in the gym and you work on your game to make that an option. He is great. I did, I, I did say in the pregame, there's maybe five or six players in NBA history who can do what Bam does on defense. This is not the Bash Bam show. But we can't just point the finger at everybody else, and we also can't pile on him either. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it is what it is. Bam is great. But he has things he has to work on, and that's also fine. He's doing his job. Yeah, he's doing his right? job at the end of the day. But he need you know, when we need more, it, I don't want I, I don't want to hear of oh, Spose holding him back, this and that. Yeah, Spose turned this motherfucker true. into uh, you know, the poor man's Clint Capella into a max player. Yes. Yeah. I mean, do you guys remember the cops out of college? Yeah, yeah. He was just a catch it. There's a lot of Udo. Shout out to Nikaias Duncan. <laughs> uh, Joey, what you just say? He was a what? He was a lob threat. And yeah. that's it. That he was wasn't it. bringing up the ball in crunch time. He wasn't operating from the top of the key, 11, 12 assists a game. That's not what everyone yeah. thought he was going to be. So this whole idea of Spoh's holding back, I don't want to hear that shit anymore. And, like, Spo does have accountability, of course, but I wanna, I'm, I'm done with all that. And- like. And let's put his development in full perspective because I think people kind of overlook this part. The Heat were coming off the 30 and 11 thing going into that draft, right? This was not intentional. This was not a master plan. Bam was drafted to be Hassan Whiteside's backup. Yep. Yeah. And so when you see how far he's come from that, you can't knock him too much. Yeah, he he does have to improve. I'm not, I'm not giving him an excuse on that. By now, he has plenty of time. He had plenty of time to develop his offense. It's gotten great. Could be better. But let's not just overlook what he's done either. I yeah. thought of one thing that, I, that I, I've been wanting to bring up is I hear a lot of people when, when, when we had the one seed, we're a three seed right now, but by just the thinnest of margins. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we had the one seed, uh, other people were knocking us around the NBA about like, oh, stop pounding chess. Like it's the regular season. No one fucking cares. It's all about postseason. <laughs> Hold the fuck on. Because why why do other teams get a pass for that, but the Heat don't? Oh, absolutely. And Let's I mean get in, that get because like like Milwaukee, Milwaukee's been fucking floundering lately, and every but no one is like, oh, Milwaukee is really they they hit some hard times. They they go well. Listen, Milwaukee in the postseason is another is another beast. You know what? So is the fucking Miami Heat because yeah. we were in the finals two year two seasons ago. All right, and last year we know how that all went down, uh, and they were just completely shot at the end. So we still have the potential to put out a fully healthy team. That is still in the fucking cards, people. That's still in the yeah. fucking cards. All right? So we can still go into the fucking playoffs completely fucking healthy. I, I just, I don't understand. I just, other teams get so many other fucking passes, and I just, I get so pissed. Yeah, and no, so tired. Nobody wants to see us shine. And I, 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 I also saw the same. all over the country. We warm. <laughs> And I saw I saw some of the same stuff Brad saw. And so when we were happy about that number one seed, it was because of what the team accomplished with their circumstance. We understood it was January. None of us were actually like riding down 49th with pots and pans. We were celebrating what they overcame at the time. But we are, we've said from the beginning of the season, top four seed. That's what we want. That's all I want. Top four yeah. seed. Avoid avoid Toronto yeah. and Cleveland. 
getting get the playoffs somewhat rested, somewhat healthy, and let's go. That's what we've been saying from the beginning of the season. For me, too. I never want to hear that stupidly ah, so locked once in. Once the playoffs start, we get stupidly oh, locked in. Yeah, that was, that, that, was, that, was, that was pretty dumb. Um, but to all the Bucks fans out there, if you're watching, I don't know why you're watching this show. If, if, if fucking Bucks fans are watching this episode of this show, like fucking get a life. But anyway, but like for Bucks fans that are like, oh yeah, your ass got swept last year. I got news for you: the year before, Giannis got swept. So yep, fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the last two years, it's five to four. Like, you know, like, and people get they get. Oh, you got swept. Bring fours. Blah blah blah. All right, you you know, it was five. It was a gentleman sweep the year before. It would have been I, a I would sweep if Giannis run. played that last game. I'd love to run yeah. that shit back, especially if Brooke, and, if Brooke Lopez can't play. And I may have said this before, but I'll say it again because obviously Bucks fans don't have much experience in this department. Once a new cycle changes and the draft is coming up, nobody cares who won a championship anymore. It's the next season. Yeah. And so, I mean, you can send your memes. You could argue with random people all day. We don't care. It's all-star weekend of the next season. Carl Giana says she's not worried at all. We're winning the championship. Finally, somebody with some fucking guts. (laughs) Not worried at all. Speaking of guts, time for Joey's half hour, (laughs) two-minute comedy hour. All right, guys. How's it going? All right. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Oh, please, please. Uh, anyway, um, you know it's February first. You know it's uh, it's Black History Month. Shout out Rachel Dolezal. Right. Oh, damn. Might be might be the goat in uh, in terms in the conversation of uh, cultural appropriation. Right. I mean, really, she should have her own shoe. Come on, you wouldn't buy it? You wouldn't even check it out? All right. Um, You know, anyway, uh, cultural appropriation is a big deal. I uh, sometimes find myself questioning. I go, is this cultural appropriation? Like, I uh, I was texting someone the other day and I used an upside down exclamation point. I was like, oh, am I going to get in trouble for this one? I I don't know. Canceled. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, I actually went into a, um, I went to a music store and uh, I was in the drum department and uh, I saw a bongo and I was like, can I like, (laughs) am I going to make a beat or am I going to commit, you know, musical blackface? Should I not? Anyway, uh, any Virgos here? Any Virgos? I don't know if I've ever heard this one. No Virgos? Okay, boo, of course. Uh, Well, I'm a Virgo, and uh, if you don't know anything about Virgos, Virgos are known to be very hardworking and extremely, extremely loyal. For example, I've been seeing this girl for 10 years, right? And I work extremely hard to keep her a secret from my girlfriend. (laughs) That's that's all I got, guys. Thank you. I was so convinced you were going to say the Rachel Dollars out shoe was just Ooh. a white shoe painted black. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't waiting for it. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, use that one for your stand up act. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, sure. Let, let's shout out again. Uh, Only Glasses gave out 10 community gift subs again. So that's 20 oh, in the shit. last two oh, shows. Glasses. So thank you. Thank you. Gonna, gonna hit him hell on time. I didn't have a drink. I'm gonna finish my honey subs with a with a three losses in a row. 
You got a little baby fucking bottle. You got no, I got the glass bottle. though. I got the glass too. I know, but you talking about I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> He's got the Fisher <laughs> Price. He's got the Fisher Price set. <laughs> yeah, like we you know, to, uh, you say you know, <laughs> you know, Kenny stole that bottle. I'm telling you, he stole that shit. <laughs> he walked. He walked into the. He walked into the store with his sleeve like this. Got <laughs> that from Waterloo City. <laughs> Kenny's the reason you can't bring your backpack at the gas station. <laughs> oh, you know Kenny? Come here. Kenny's drinking out of a soy sauce bottle. Lua <laughs> <laughs> bottle. You know they got Kenny's picture up in the liquor store. <laughs> but it's blurry. 